Thank you for calling Gillespie Insurance Services. If you know your party's extension, you may enter it at any time. If you're calling for a quote on a new policy, press 1. If you're calling for assistance with your existing policy, press 2. If you're calling specifically for one of our staff members, press 3. To reach Allegra, press 1. To reach Jessica, press 2. To reach Iva, press 3. To reach Eli, press 4. Hi, this is Eli. Eli, it's Joey Jingola. Hey, Joey, how's it going? Good, how you doing, sir? Good, did you have to, uh, did you call my direct line or did you use the phone tree? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Oh, good, good, and you got to me. That's what matters. Yeah, we switched it around per the trusted choice recommendation. So people calling for a quote, you know, first thing, hit one, get a quote. Ah, uh, the phone tree. It is the much debated, highly anticipated. I'm just sounding like I'm rhyming. I don't know what it is, but we often have a very polarizing divide in the industry surrounding the phone tree and that was my very good buddy Eli Gillespie of Gillespie Insurance Services out in California. I uh, had a chance to meet Eli at Grow Labs uh, several months ago now. Time flies when you're selling insurance, I guess. And he actually just welcomed the uh, second child to his family yesterday, uh, I think his son Jacob. So uh, big congratulations to Eli. Feel free to find him over on Facebook and say congratulations on, uh, on having an awesome looking baby. And uh, that wasn't weird, I don't think. Um, and um, and uh, he was actually surprised that I called him up for the show because he thought he, uh, he knew too much about the podcast and the inner workings. And uh, so he, I, I, I guess I caught him off guard. But I'm glad to, to kind of talk with Eli. And this was one of the first things we got into, as you heard, just even in, in the first five seconds of him picking up the phone, he wanted to know if I used his phone tree. Now, I didn't have his direct line. I just Googled his, his agency and I looked for the first place that I saw their phone number and I got, I'm guessing, the main number. And that took me to the phone tree. And there's a lot of people that say we shouldn't use them, right? That they are things that just drive business away. People don't want to deal with it. And there are others that say, well, I'm, I'm not going to waste the time paying somebody to answer the phone for me and I don't want to do it myself and I'm just going to let the people that fall off fall off. I think both are right, to be honest with you. Um, if you are at a point in your career where you don't need to deal with a person who can't wait 15 seconds to push a button to get to you or again, doesn't already have your extension or direct line, and we're gonna to get to that in a second, then maybe you don't need that warm body answering the phone. Maybe you're actually better off dealing with only the people that make it through and the ones that fall off or the ones that were never really that serious in the first place. Because again, remember, I'm coming at this from a perspective that is maybe a little bit different than most of you in that, again, you're if you're creating that content, if you're creating that relationship, and uh, that, where there's distance involved, they're going to be willing to at least go through some sort of trial by fire and some capacity to, to validate their worth to you, to say, I'm worthy to work with you. And that's ultimately kind of what we're going after direct line or not. And, and phone tree or not, or, you know, person answering the phone or not. The question is, is I guess, you know, how do you value your time moving forward? 
And do you really want people reaching out to you directly? Or do you want them to have that capability, I guess? <laughs> I'm trying to just get out because we all have direct lines now. And what I'm trying to do is people who don't know my number or my extension and they don't know who I am, I only want them to have to do that once. And then every time after that, just call me directly. All right. So here's the thing. And I don't know that I have the right answer to this. I'm not suggesting that I am a phone systems specialist in any capacity. I know that I work from a home office most days that is tied to a, um, uh, an internet IP phone that is actually tied into our phone system at the main office, which is 80 miles away from where I'm currently sitting recording this podcast for you. I know that I, you know, as the phone system is concerned, I'm just basically like I'm at the office next door. However, we have people answer the phone and then we have a phone tree after hours from five, you know, from five until, you know, nine in the morning when we open again. Um, and I know that I only get calls when, you know, people buzz me and I don't have to worry about answering calls directly. I get the option to say, who is it, who, you know, who's calling me. And again, working from home presents its own set of challenges, just like even working in the office. I guess the point is, is think of the phone, right? And this is why I'm such a huge, huge proponent of the online schedule, right? Because every time we have to be interrupted. If we're doing something in the middle of something, every time we're interrupted, it's gonna, you're wasting like 10 to 15 minutes. This is like facts. I don't have like the actual source for these facts, but these are actually facts. You're wasting time getting in and out of those different states, right? The It's called a flow state, right? You wanna get into a flow state to work as effectively and efficiently as possible. And having your phone ring directly every single time somebody thinks they need to talk to you right now, I just, I think it, this is going back to, again, the show we did with Sarah Hensley. Um, you know, take control of your schedule by letting go of it. And, and the idea of prioritizing your day and your activities based around the fact of, and again, this is all about security, right? Insecurity or, 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 or and I'm not accusing Eli of this, um, but we just need to have more confidence in the fact that if we say we're going to call somebody back, you know, 30 minutes from now, an hour from now and set that appointment as opposed to being reactive. And yes, that's customer service and the immediacy of that. But again, that's all coming back from the, of, of the place of having not provided enough value up front to have enough of that currency to spend. And if you haven't done it, then yeah, you can't. You're beholden to their demands. You're held hostage, essentially, by the consumer's demands because you have no bargaining power. You have nothing to negotiate in this. They've, got, they've received nothing from you, and you're trying to get everything from them. And that is why you know, they are looking to talk to somebody now. But if you've already given them something on their own time, they're not that concerned with, with, with talking to you direct. Now, I'm harping on something that is maybe I'm, make, I'm blowing it out of proportion a little bit. Um, but again, this was Eli's kind of strategy with the phone tree. Now I like the phone tree, own it. Eli, if you're going to do the phone tree, do the phone tree. And, and, um, I mean, people can get to you by going through the phone tree, which is good. I guess my point is, is that, you know, just because, you know, Tom from GoDaddy wants to tell you that, you know, they've got this great promotional offer right now. I don't know that, you know, he should be able to call you and you have to answer and then spend, even if it's a minute, like 30 seconds, I don't care. That minute, 30 seconds has knocked you out of whatever you were doing if you're picking that phone up. I just, I would, I, you know, I think what, you know, how you had mentioned that, you know, you, you'd started with the trusted choice recommendation of, hey, press one to get a quote. Great. That's what they're there for. Boom. 
and then press two. I think if you had a question on an existing business, I can't remember which second option was, but, and then you actually get into the talking to the people directly. Even if none of that was a problem, Eli, the question is though, is that how do you think that they're going to know what that direct line is? Because again, I told you how I called your office. I just Googled it and called the first number that I saw. How are people going to know that they need to call you directly? Well, I put it on my website, and so if someone's reading a blog of mine and they get to the bottom, I put my direct line there in my email, and then in the about us on the meet the team, I put we all put our direct lines under that. If they're just on our website and they go to the homepage and they say call us for a quote or something yeah. like that, then all right, you got me, Eli. Let me just give me a second to get my foot out of my mouth. Yes, that is cool. I like that. I like your direct line in the blog post because again giving that value up front, just like what we talked about. If somebody's made it through one, two, three, four, ten 10 blog posts, and then they say, Hey, you know, Eli's a really smart cat. I need to pick up the phone and talk to him. They're going to go right to you. That I like. Well done, sir. And, uh, yes. And I, and again, it's so nice when I can hear an agent say a blog post after a blog post, fantastic stuff, right? Eli is yes, actually blogging, blogging regularly and actually getting traffic and then ultimately business from, from some of his blogs that he has written. And that I think is a very solid use case for saying, listen, I've provided value. Now you're going to get right to the front of the line. I'm going to talk to you right now. And again, that's not to say that, you know, somebody that hasn't read a blog post doesn't deserve the same express kind of Disney fast pass treatment. But, you know, that's, that's a point in time where, you know, it's valid, right? Okay, fine. They're going to find it on your website. But here, here, here's the catch though, Eli. And this is the one thing that I was, you know, again, confused about a little bit is again, most people are not going to keep, at least, I don't know, this is how I do it, right? Tell me if I'm wrong. Anybody out there wants to chime in on how you actually call businesses that you do business with. I don't have a, a Rolodex of, of numbers. I don't even store them in my phone. I just Google the thing when I need to call them. I say, okay, Google, call whatever the number is. And my phone actually just went off right there. It's not calling anything. It's still listening to me talk. I'm going to stop that from happening. And um, and that is what you know people do, I think. I think people just Google it. So if, if you're direct main line, then everybody's always going through the phone tree. If you don't want them to go through the phone tree, then I would, again, I'm going back to this. I keep, I'm beating a dead horse. I'm going to keep beating it, I guess. I go back to if you don't want them, if you want just somebody to go right to the front of the line, have them jump in and grab a time that works for you. Schedule the call. Now, again, I'm saying that you're asking too much of them to keep a separate number, right? A, another number. Um, I just, I, I don't know how, I don't, I don't know if it's going to work in practice. She said, I hope it works. I don't know. Um, those are just some of the challenges that I see is that you're just putting a little bit too much on the end user, the customer to, again, have that fast pass experience for them to keep track of your direct number without there really being tons of a distinct, a distinction. Now an extension might be a little bit different. It's the same number. And then again, if they had the option, you know, just to punch in the extension right from the start again, I don't know that any of these are great solutions. I think, you know, ultimately the reason I keep coming back to the scheduling thing is is that you're, you're creating an expectation. You're creating an environment to where expectations are set for both parties. Everyone is going to be ready at the same time for this thing to happen. And they're not interrupting you, which they're going to feel is not a matter of their concern, but in some capacity it is because if you're, if you're being less efficient throughout the day, if they can talk at two o'clock versus 11 o'clock and it's all the same to them, 
you know, then great. I've had plenty of clients tell me that I love your, your scheduling feature. It's so convenient. It's so easy. Again, that self-service thing that has become so popular, you know, we want to create these portals, these places for people to take care of things on their own. Um, I just think, I think, yes, having a person answer the phone is great. Having you have the opportunity to, you know, say yes or no, or if something, somebody needs to go in your voicemail, I think that's important. But but at the end of the day, you just really have to ask yourself the question, you know, what am I willing, what am I asking of my clients to do for me? And have I given them enough, you know, value up front or prior to asking for that exchange for them to take the actions that are best for them and or my business? And how do they align with one another? And ultimately, which one is more important? I'm going to throw this out there because it happened to me this week. I was taking the garbage out, uh, I think, uh, Tuesday night. Garbage comes Wednesday. I seem to talk about my garbage a lot on this uh, on the end of the show. I don't know why. I honestly am not fixated about garbage. Anyways, the point is, is the question that I want to ask you is, is, have you ever seen something very normal in a very weird place? And by that, I mean, I was emptying the garbage, and all of a sudden, I, I see a couple gushers, you know, the food snacks, gushers in the garbage can in the bathroom. And I'm like, wait a second, is somebody in my house dying? Is that a lumpy tumor mass, like a fleshy mass? Like it was yellow and red and I was like, oh my God, somebody, I freaked out for like 30 seconds. I'm like, what is this thing? And I picked it up, I squeezed it and the little juice came out. I'm like, all right, it's a gusher. But it was gross, right? A gusher in the bathroom is not a pleasant experience. I'm just saying, very unexpected. I have no idea what that has to do with anything, but I thought it was an interesting story that I would share with you. And if you want to, I don't know, I don't know, what do you want to do? Maybe let's uh, let's talk about uh, reviews. If you want to leave a review for the show, feel free. Be happy to have that. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher. If you like what we do here, uh, type just really like a sentence I think would do. Uh, if you want to just rate it on stars, feel free to give an honest review rating. iTunes and or Stitcher would be spectacular if you want to be a, be a good podcast. Listen. All right, that's it. I'm out of here. Thanks.